1: You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten
2: your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all doing? Well, we've made it to December. Congratulations, everyone. And yes, this is your Christmas special episode. I can't wait to get started. But before I do, I must tell you. So uh, we were been doing some university tours for eldest child. And one of them, they announced that it wasn't going to be face to face. It was going to be online. I don't know why. But anyway, so there were going to be a number of like Zoom meetings throughout the day. Fine. First one logged onto it. Not a problem. I was muted. No video. They could just see the name Philippa all was well. So I didn't really think about it. And then the next one I logged on to, and I don't know why, but it pulled through my podcast Zoom account. So not only did it have my full name there, it had the whole Quick Reviews podcast image. And I could immediately press mute and no video because I just thought I can't have this. But the whole podcast image stayed for the duration. And there was just this stunned silence. And then they all sort of sat up and went, Oh, hello, Philippa. And then they kept referring to the course and what was going on. And then they'd say, oh, It can, you know, available for people leaving school, having done A levels, or for our mature student, implying me. And I just, I didn't dare say, Oh, it's not me, it's for my daughter. And I was trying to get rid of the image and I couldn't. It was, it was mortifying. I just, I just wanted the session to end so much. And I'm just concerned now it's going to be recorded for posterity. And well, it was just yet another Philippa incident, really. But let's get back to Christmas because what a time it is. And back by public demand, I'm going to be joined by Lauren. Uh, Lauren joins me every year and it's wonderful. And we each pick five Christmas books. We don't repeat ones from previous years. So if you've listened to the previous years, thank you so much. But these are new books for you. So don't worry. And you're welcome to go back and listen to those other ones. because There's always something different. I'm just really excited to talk to Lauren and find out what her books are, which ones I've heard about, which ones I haven't, what I want to read. And I've got some I'm really excited about talking to her about too. So without further ado, Let's get started. Well, I'm laughing already because I'm just so excited about this. It's my absolute pleasure to welcome back Lauren from Lauren and the Books. Highly demanded, highly listened to. (laughs) Everyone's saying, come on, we need this episode with Lauren. And here we are. Welcome, Lauren. It's the Christmas episode.
1: I don't feel like it's Christmas until we record the Christmas episode.
2: (laughs) So it is Christmas. Merry Christmas.
1: It is Now it's Christmas. And as I've just told you, I'm putting up my Christmas tree tonight. So it really is Christmas. Christmas
2: well normally I save this episode for the last one in December just before Christmas because I think it's like a Christmas treat but people are saying no they need to know earlier on what books we we recommend so (laughs) they want the Christmas hype and I am
1: here (laughs) to deliver the Christmas hype so this is
2: happening (laughs) the first Monday in December we are here for your Christmas delight but I have to start Lauren it's been it's been quite a year for you and this is a Special Christmas, I think we could safely say for you.
1: There's a lot going on this year, so David and I are getting married. My partner and I, um, I proposed to him two two Christmases ago. It's all been happening at Christmas. I proposed <laughs> to him two Christmases ago, and um, yeah, it's come around so fast. So we're getting married in the middle of December, and we're sort of spreading it out <laughs> as much as possible. I'm quite into that, like making birthdays last a whole weekend. Well, I'm making my wedding last a whole week. <laughs> um, so yeah, really looking forward to that. So. No Vlogmas this year because normally I'm sort of talking about how much work Vlogmas is going to take and how much I'm looking forward to it. But I've put Vlogmas on a hiatus this year. But yeah, it's going to be a really special.
2: Christmas to remember, I think. I mean, you and I both love Christmas. We do, and the idea of a Christmas wedding is is just off the scale. How how Christmassy is the wedding going to be? Will you have people throwing snowflakes <laughs> on you as you walk past?
1: David's mum was saying, "Oh, what are we going to do if it snows? We better get some um, some grit in to grit the the um, the, the, the slope if we need <laughs> to." And I was like, "I don't think we're going to get any snow." But um, <laughs> yeah, it was only ever going to be at Christmas because David and I are such Christmas people. So, like I said, I proposed at Christmas. Christmas, and we were only ever going to get married at Christmas. It's not Christmas themed, but there will be Christmassy sort of elements to it. My dress has got a lot of stars on. I've got a beautiful sequin crown to wear. So it's very sort of sparkly. Um, we walk down the aisle. Um, no, we walk back not up the aisle, but when we have got married, that's a Christmassy song and our first dance is a Christmassy song. So yeah, we're not wearing Father Christmas suits or anything, <laughs> but there are Christmas elements to it and we're just so excited to sort of celebrate it all. It's so soon. We're recording this in November and I keep thinking how soon the wedding is and it's just come around so fast, but everybody told me it would.
2: <laughs> because every time I hear you refer to David as your boyfriend, I'm like, He's not. He's your fiancé. You're getting married.
1: <laughs> I know. I never say fiancé. David always calls me um, his fiancé, but I never say it. I should, I'm not going to be able to say no. it much longer. I'm going have to say my,
2: my husband. Oh, oh wonderful. <laughs> so will <laughs> you still be doing Christmas in the usual way or is that going to alter because of the wedding?
1: No, well, we're, we've still got all of our Christmas plans. So our families will literally be sick of the sight of the <laughs> pair of us because we're spending so much time with our families on the run up to the, the wedding. And then we always have a big family Christmas. Um, so we're with my family on Christmas Day, David's family on Boxing Day. There'll be plenty of books, I imagine, for me under the tree, which I'm always excited about. Um, and yeah, so it, it's, it's going to stay a relatively similar Christmas to what we're used to, but we'll just be wedded.
2: Yes. Will you be sitting there in your (laughs) wedding dress getting maximum use?
1: Do you know what? I'm wearing my wedding dress on Christmas Day. I've already decided. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm getting so many wears out of that wedding dress because I'm going to wear it on the wedding day. Then we've got a little party at the weekend. I'm going to wear it then. Then I'm going to wear it on Christmas Day. Then I think I'll wear it on New Year's Eve. Then we go on a cruise next year for our honeymoon and I'm taking it with me then. So <laughs> it's just going to be on me all the time. But that's
2: much better than just getting a dress and it sitting there.
1: That's exactly what I thought, Philippa. I couldn't bear the thought. It's already a, it's a secondhand dress anyway. You know I love my secondhand clothes. And I thought, I can't bear the bear the thought of spending so much money on a dress that I'm going to wear for one day. Like, I just can't, mm. can't bear it. So... Yeah, I've got an absolute bargain. I'm in love with it. I can't wait to wear it. Um, And I can't wait to wear it loads.
2: (laughs) It's just when we see you down Tesco's in it, we'll start to (laughs) worry a little bit.
1: (laughs) Or if I'm doing one of my Friday reading vlogs, slumped on the sofa in it, you'll think, (laughs) I think we've seen enough of that
2: dress now. (laughs) Dressing gown and wedding dress. (laughs) Perfect. Okay, so let's talk Christmas then. If you could choose a few things about Christmas that you... Love the most what what would you say?
1: It's always the food like food yeah. is top of like it's just top of the pile. I always think about. Christmas and the food that we're going to eat and we've got it a really good way round this year so we've got it that we're with my family on Christmas day and my sister is hosting and she does fantastic roast dinners and I'm vegetarian so she always does like amazing and it's always a surprise I never know what I've got she always does amazing sort of like vegetarian mains and then we're at David's parents uh, for boxing day and they do the best spreads So they're, they're the best. So we've got it. We've, it's going to be perfect. The the food we've got planned for this year is going to be absolutely perfect. So very much looking forward to that. I'm in charge of cheese boards. Um, well because normally I do a little cook up or make the starter or something like that but because we didn't know how busy we were going to be on the run up to and Mm -hmm. being able to buy stuff and things like that um, I've just said look I'll do cheese boards but I'm going to go really hard on these cheese boards (laughs) they're going to be the best cheese boards they've ever eaten (laughs) I'm really excited and there's going to be chutneys and there's going to be all sorts Um, something else I really love about the Christmas period is um, David and I have a little advent calendar situation Yes. so we always make each other an advent calendar where we take it in turns and we we have a little gift to each other. But this year we've made it super special. It's already all bought. We bought it like a month ago, ready to go. And we've supported one of our local farm shops and gone there and bought things that we know the other person will like or that we can share together. And they're all from our local farm shop and from like local sellers and stuff like that. So that was lovely. And it was so much cheaper than what we normally do. So not only are we supporting a local business, we're going to be eating loads of delicious stuff throughout the month. Anyone who visits our house in that month is going to be like, do you want a festive jam? Do you want a bit of chutney? Do you want a (laughs) bit of mushroom pate? I assume these are the things David's bought, but who knows? Um, and yeah, throughout the month. So I'm really, really, really looking forward to that as well, because that's a new thing for us this year.
2: Yeah. When I heard that you were doing that, I was a bit worried that you'd have like food, fresh food wrapped up and was sort of rotting as it was hanging Sadly, in his oven I cup.
1: said to David, are we allowed anything that's chilled or anything like that? I saw some very exciting dim sum in the freezer there. And I was like, I want him to buy me those. But no, it's all jarred stuff. It's all cookies i can't really say anything because david's right there okay, <laughs> but no. exciting uh non-perishables let's say that's fine so i
2: don't need to worry about health and safety <laughs> no, implications we're
1: fine. we're fine we're fine what are you looking forward to what's your exciting oh, favorite thing about christmas
2: i love the food definitely and just the lead up to it for me as well i love the time because life just seems so busy and the run-up to christmas is really busy so once yeah. you get christmas at, at christmas day out of the way it's then just having that sort of downtime. I know. They're just beautiful, those days, aren't they? And yeah. not really knowing what day it is. Yeah, and not we, having we very, to know. We
1: really protect that time, you know. Like we often tell one family we're with one lot and one family we're with, uh, with somebody else, and then we've got. <laughs> I think they've got wise to us doing this. If they listen to this, this won't come as a surprise to them. But um, yeah, and then we just sit sort of like and watch films on TV and stay in our new pyjamas and I look at all my new books and we'll play a board game and things like that. But those, they're just so precious, those days, aren't they? They just feel so, there's a real sort of, specialness about them that doesn't sort of happen any other time of the year
2: yes having a bowl of chocolates and board games and Mm. just Mm. not worrying about oh we've got to get this finished to go off and do something it's it's just lovely so are you going to be starting any new traditions once you're married do you think will there be anything i
1: think we, we were sort of like, well, let's, let's see what happens, but we just haven't had a, a chance to plan anything really. I guess the advent calendar is something new this year. I mean, I know that's not, that's going to happen prior to the wedding, but yeah, I guess we need to start thinking about new traditions. So what we'd been celebrating up until we get married was our engage anniversary I don't know if many people celebrate an engage anniversary but we'd been going um, to a restaurant where we went after, after we got engaged and um, but we're going to start doing that on our wedding anniversary from next year. So that will be close to Christmas. So that will be something that we'll be doing every Christmas. And it's always nice to go there because it's always lovely and Christmassy and feels really wintry and nice. Mm. Um, it's at the Pig at Bridge Place, which is in Canterbury, where I went to university. Um, so, yeah, that maybe might be going forward. But this year, haven't really thought of it. Well, there is something I've thought of. Mm. Let me just see if David's listening. David. Yeah. Oh, you can hear me. I was just about to disclose something really <laughs> tell exciting. Him, tell him
2: to go out. Turn Super that. Turn amazing. that music
1: up, David, and don't listen. No, I I well, my niece loves Pass the Parcel. She absolutely loves Pass the Parcel. I am saying it. What, that I'm not allowed to hear. Yeah. Well, <laughs> go outside for a bit. Yeah, we'll call you. I have logistics, come back in. so I can tell you my yeah. Christmas secrets. <laughs> He's actually leaving. Actually leaving right, he's going and shutting himself in the kitchen. So my niece loves past the parcel, and I had thought maybe I will do a past the parcel for Christmas. So she is three and a bit, and I've what I've decided to do is a bookish past the parcel on Christmas. So everybody there will have a book. I normally buy people books anyway, but I thought this would be a really fun way to deliver the books. And I was thinking maybe we'll do it around the Christmas table or something like that. And I thought this is something I might carry on as
2: the years go by how are you going to stop it for the right i'm gonna do it in alphabetical
1: order so i do not forget (laughs) because that was something i was thinking about i made a pass the parcel for my niece for her birthday earlier this year and um i forgot how many layers i'd done so i know it's very like you, you lose count of you lose sight of yourself when it's going on so i thought i would do it in alphabetical order then i can't be confused um and I thought that would be a really fun thing to do.
2: Do you think that sounds fun? I love that because I have to say, going to all these kids' parties, I'm so jealous of past the Parcel. I want yeah. to have one, maybe a grown-up one. I don't want a pack of Haribos. But, you know, just something. I think it would be lovely. So, yeah, if yeah. you hear a knock on the door, it's me coming round <laughs> to join in. Shall I call David back
1: now? He can come Yes, in. it's safe. David, David, you can come back. <laughs> So yeah, but I thought that sounded fun. So I'm glad you think so too.
2: Oh, that gets more than a thumbs up from me. That sounds great. So let's talk books and your let's. obviously your wonderful YouTube channel. Has your reading taste changed this year, would you say?
1: Philippa, it absolutely has. Ooh. Do you know what I've been reading? And I bet if we went back and listened to myself on these Christmas podcasts in the past, I would be poo-pooing these books. <laughs> I have been reading a little bit of women's contemporary fiction, a little bit of romance, oh. and I haven't been hating it. And previously, what? I hated those books. Yes. So, a few, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm softening in my old age, but I'm finding these things a little bit charming. <laughs> Maybe they're getting better, and I do think they are getting better. I think these women's contemporary fiction books are getting better, and they're realising what women actually want out of these books, and they're not just churning out the same old story every single like, with different characters and things like that and I think there's a lot more awareness of um the fat phobia that was in these books previously and um sort of like the the need to have a, a husband and children by the end of these books and stuff exactly. I really think people are picking up on like that not being how everyone wants their life to go um so yeah maybe like I seem to be reading a little bit more of that those sort of books and enjoying them so a surprise to me as it is to you. Your fate, you were so surprised.
2: I wasn't expecting that. I was, yes, of all the things. Uh, t- yes. Well, good for you. I mean, isn't that wonderful that there are enough different types of books that we can just change and it doesn't matter. There's always a book I know. for us.
1: I know and I just really like the way things seem to be much more inclusive these days as well like in particular the women's contemporary fiction books and the romance books like there's so many more sort of queer romances out there and yeah. uh like disabled protagonists and things like that just stuff that wouldn't have appeared in these books before and is now so um, it thrills me
2: tell me so that's what's happened this year have you got any reading plans for next year I've got a
1: couple of little reading plans and a few of them um, are related to things that are going in my Christmas gift guide, which will be out at the beginning, probably by the time you are listening to this podcast. Yeah. So if you don't mind being spoiled, Philippa, I'm happy to talk about it.
2: Please do. Tell me. Tell me all.
1: <laughs> well, I think next year I'm going to reread... Um, the Sarah Waters books so um I'm about to read Affinity for as am I on book club as yeah. are you um which is the last Sarah Waters book that I haven't read, so I've read all of her back catalogue, loved every single one of them for all different reasons. And I really want to revisit them all next year because I've heard rumour that there will be a Sarah Waters book out next year. Oh, great. I know nothing more than there's a rumour that there <laughs> we'll will be take one. It. So
2: We'll go with
1: it. I thought that would be quite fun. I think I'm going to read reread those. And then I've got two things, as I said, that are appearing in my Christmas gift guide, which... Will be up by the time this is going out. Um, the first one is a uh, a reading challenge book that I've just shown you, which has lots of exciting little gifts and things like that. Which different reading prompts for different books and even reading situations and even sort of like looking at books and stuff like that. Very exciting little bits. And then also, I was sent two little books by fellow booktuber Eric Carl Anderson, who's made a little book which is for if you like romance books and a little book or if you like if you feel like you're an armchair detective have you seen these
2: I saw them yes I saw you yeah. talking about them yeah, yeah. they look great.
1: And, um, yeah and I thought I do like to be a little armchair detective and seemingly I'm enjoying romance more and more so I'd like to maybe start working my way through those little books because they're 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 a list of all different books you might like from all different times and all different types of authors and I thought that would be quite a fun little challenge as well.
2: Oh my goodness so lots to look forward to.
1: Well let's hope so I mean I'm quite into like oh yeah this is going to be a project of mine and then it never gets off the ground but these things I feel really highly pumped for yeah. so. They're great
2: hopefully. ideas anyway whatever yeah. happens to them. So we've both got five Christmas book recommendations yeah. to talk to and if we do it as we normally do it one at a time and just see we've, we haven't consulted each other we don't know so we might come up no. with the same book who knows it's so exciting
1: I do love the way like we don't tell each other the books because this does feel like an excitement and I've got my notepad and pen ready because like every time we've done this I've come out with books that I've never even heard of and I consider myself quite the aficionado on Christmas books so if books come up that I've never heard of Christmas books I'm like what how did I not know about that and I always end up going away the Val McDermott one I remember the first year we did uh, Christmas is murder. I remember going straight away and, and um, ordering that. And the other one, oh, the pi- the children's picture book.
2: Um, oh, the, uh, stock- the one yeah. about the twins was it the Christmas. No, sp- it's
1: who's the guy that does Love Actually? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it
2: was. There were twins, and one of them was naughty, and one of them was good. Yes. and yes. and the the stocking was only owning- his name, Richard. How come we don't know? He's literally the most. <laughs> He's done. Love- What's the, the
1: guy? The name of the guy who did um, Love Actually. Richard Curtis.
2: Oh, well done, David, you see. Well there done, we David. <laughs> he, knows, he knows what he's saying. Yes. And uh, were you impressed? Because you did say which books have had you done in previous years. Were you impressed by the list? I was impressed, I, immediately present- I
1: expected nothing less. I knew you would have a list. I knew there was no way that you hadn't made a list of what books we'd mention. <laughs> I just knew it.
2: So, do you want to... Show me your first ball. I would love to. Ooh,
1: it's I'm so genuinely exciting. excited. <laughs> Right. So the first book is um, Advent Street by Carol Ann Duffy. Now, you may well know that I am super big fan of Carol Ann Duffy's long form Christmas books, um, little Christmas poems. And um, last year, I think I've mentioned one of these literally every single year. So I think the first time we did it, I mentioned um, it was uh, Another Night Before Christmas, which continues to be one of my favourite books of all time. Um, And then last year, Carol Ann Duffy curated all of her poems into one big book. But this is the new one this year. So that's not in it. So I told myself I wasn't allowed to buy any more of these. But this one's not in it. So, yeah, this is Advent Street. It's illustrated by Jelena Brisken, uh, Briskenkova. And it looks so exciting. Um, I, I I don't know much about it. I never like to because I like to go into it, sit and read it. Like you said, bowl of chocolates and just have a yes. lovely time.
2: Um, that's beautiful. And I'm
1: going to really, really enjoy that. One sitting. And, yeah, they're always so beautifully um, illustrated and yeah, and I
2: love the name really Advent, street. About it. It, uh, Advent Street. Advent oh, Street, very very good. Well, I love the look. Advent of that.
1: Street with a big box of quality yeah. street. What do you reckon? <laughs> have a lovely read of that.
2: Well, if you're going to force me to, you know, I wouldn't say <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> so there we go. That is my first one that I'm so excited about.
2: Very good. Well, my first one is called Cooking the Books and this I am really excited about. I'm
1: Not heard of this one. So this one's going down straight away. So already impressed at first time
2: round. Now on the podcast episode out today in November, I've done a feature on indie publishers and I've interviewed two independent publishers and they've been really honest about how hard it is at the moment to be a publisher. And I really appreciated them talking. And one of those publishers was Hobeck Books. I don't know if you've heard of them. They uh, started a few years ago and they specialise in sort of crime mystery thriller books. And they come up with a, a book every Christmas that they do for free. They don't make any money from it and it's it's like a christmas pudding i would say it's got stories in there it's got recipes in there it's got all sorts and all money goes to the trussell trust
1: oh my goodness that's amazing
2: so they get their authors to write stories the publishers themselves adrian and rebecca write stories for it as i say it's got recipes it's it's just it's a lovely lovely book and that for me is what christmas is Absolutely. all about everyone doing a bit and so yeah um it's in hardback um it's 12.99 and i just think it i think everybody needs a copy the
1: Hobek team have written it that's who i'm seeing on there amazing That's so lovely. And I love those. I've got plenty of lovely Christmas sort of anthologies of Christmas poems and stories and like recipes. And you'll already know that I'm a big lover of the Christmas days one by Jeanette Winterson. But that sounds fantastic. And that's so lovely that they do it not for profit. And it all goes to the Trussell Trust amazing.
2: Exactly. I just think that makes Christmas for me. So yes, that's my first book. What is your second? The
1: second book, which you may well have mentioned as well, I'm not sure. It's The Very Merry Murder Club. So this is our Patreon book club. So I run a Patreon book club um, for uh, people who would wish to join. And it started as a Christmas book club. And it continues throughout the year now. But the Christmas book club is sort of like the big show. David gets involved. I have people joined just for the Christmas book club. It's lovely, lovely, lovely. And the two books that were up for the vote this year were Christmas days by Jeanette Winterson, which I've just mentioned and David's choice, which was the very merry murder club, which is edited by Serena Patel and Robin Stevens. Now this is 13 winter crime stories, um, written by YA authors, people that I recognize the name of people like Maisie Chan and Elle McNichol, um, Abiola Bello. I've got another one of hers on my TBR for the month. Um, and yeah, it just sounds super fun. So David was elated when it won. You're about to show me your delicious copy, aren't you?
2: I am. Yes, if I can find it, I'm going to get go <laughs> you know, it. I've change. got the hardback
1: copy, which if I can just explain to you listeners how beautiful it is under this dust jacket. And it's just got a beautiful sort of like winter's street scene with what I imagine to be lots of clues to the stories that are going on. So there's a pair of ballet shoes hanging from a B&B sign and a black cat walking across a a, a, um, washing line with lots of different dirty clothes on it and tentacles coming out of it. It's just amazing. But Philippa has the paperback copy, which is even more beautiful. The sprayed edges are unbelievable.
2: They really are. Aren't those those lovely? Is that a teapot and all sorts of things on there? My only issue with that is the spray edges are not Christmassy. So yeah, teapot, magnifying glass, a cat. I mean, they are lovely. Yeah. Um, but yes, I'm, I haven't opened that book yet and it's not one of mine because I did wonder if you would, uh, be suggesting it today. So yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I've just, and I get so excited because David isn't much of a reader. David is my partner for those who aren't au okay fait with my channel. Um, David's my fiancé, um, and, uh he doesn't read all that much throughout the year, but he always gets involved with the Christmas book club. And it's so fun to read a book with him at the same time that he's reading it and to chat about it and then to have the book club and share our thoughts on it and everything. So I I, I love these books because David gets so excited about them and because we get to chat about them as well. So that's an extra sort of like Christmassy bonus for me that I've got someone who is in my house reading the same book as me. Oh,
2: absolutely. That must be so special. I wish my family would read books with me. (laughs) but they don't <laughs> but never mind <laughs> oh, oh so two great books to start with for, from you right I'm no, um, excited about those yeah so my second one is I ha, okay oh let's let's talk about my view on Christmas books I love Christmas and I love books and every year I get really excited when I'm coming to the time when I can get the Christmas books out I can't wait And then with some of them, I am disappointed because they're either a bit weak, a bit or they're too lovey dovey or I don't know. There's just not enough that really light a fire for me. Um, But this one, like the, the previous one, did the job. So we've all been watching... One ring to rule them all. So, uh, J.R. Tolkien is definitely in our minds at the moment. And I came across this book, which is Letters from Father Christmas. You've probably it's
1: lovely. <gasps> it's so nice, so
2: lovely. So, these are letters that he wrote his children from a very young age to when they got older. He would draw pictures with the he'd come up with these complicated background stories, and he writes them as if they're coming from Father Christmas. Yeah.
1: It's oh. so wholesome and lovely. I read it probably about six years ago. I remember getting it out from the library, finding it just by chance, and being like, "I didn't know that he had done a Christmas book," and it was just joyful. It was just so lovely, and like you say, just full of letters and and love, really, isn't it? Just yes, the, the amount of love that's in it.
2: And to think that it's just adorable. He would have um, he'd have finished fighting in the war and came home. He w- he was ill. He was sent home from the war because of his health and he started writing this and I imagine it was a way for him to come to terms with everything as well but you're right that word love that it's poured into this book and this for me is what a Christmas book should be and I just think it's lovely
1: just real life sort of family love and yeah it's just so it's so lovely it really is have you have you read it yet yeah or are you, oh yeah still all these books it? You've read it I have read
2: and wrote oh my goodness me well done you've been, you've started earlier than I am. well I've read quite a few in preparation and some of them did not make the mark so oh, yeah okay. I...
1: but that one absolutely did oh well, that's so nice to hear but yeah it was one that I like I said came across by chance really really enjoyed it and think it's a a lovely lovely thing And yeah, it's just sort of like a a collection of letters and just lovely. And I think
2: it's something you could buy for people uh, as a present.
1: Well, just saying that, I was thinking I might buy that for David's dad.
2: Well, I was going to say, whatever the age, I think, I just think it's a glorious book.
1: I'm scribbling it down because I always like to buy people books. And as you've previously heard, there's a bookish parcel going on. So maybe I'll do one for David's family as well. But yeah. Oh, that
2: would be lovely.
1: Yeah, he would love that. There we go. That's being that's being scribbled down as well. Oh,
2: lovely. Excellent.
1: Should I move on to my next? Please
0: do. Tell me.
1: Okay, so as I mentioned earlier, I've been reading a little bit more love and (laughs) romance. Now, this book is out in e-book already and the paperback will be out September next year. So if you read on an e-reader, Lucky you, you can read it this year. This is a proof copy. Um, but then the paperback is out this year, uh, next year and it's Make You Mind This Christmas by Lizzie Huxley-Jones. And a lovely new bookish pal of mine, I've uh, become very good friends with um, Chloe Tim, who is an author, and we met up for lunch earlier this year and she said, I've got you a book in my bag. And out the book came, and it was this one, Make You Mind This Christmas. So it's a queer love story. Um, it says here on the front, the golden rule of fake dating at Christmas, dot, 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 don't fall for his sister so i feel invested in that and it looks as though there will be some um disability representation here because the on the front cover which you can't see because you're listening um has a uh, the feet one of the females on the front cover has a walking stick so yeah i'm excited about it have you read this you looked as though you oh your face looked as though you knew what was going on
2: yeah but I've seen it and I was like, I am so tempted to to get that because it just sounds, it sounds perfect. It, it sounds like it's got everything it, it really does. And the first, um,
1: the first paragraph, just talking about, so if you wouldn't mind me reading it to you, Philippa, would you?
2: Please, I'm sitting <laughs> so says, comfortably. To we have begin. you, the
1: best thing about Christmas in ascending order are all-you-can-eat mince pies, novelty jumpers, the fact that you have a licence to be permanently too full and slightly... I won't say that word because it's a swear word for the duration. And most importantly, that there's no <laughs> need to be a functioning person. And I was just like, lovely. Mince pies, yeah, jumpers, we're in. not being a functioning yes. person, not really knowing what day it is. Sounds great. So, yeah, I hope it delivers. Chloe was very into it. And uh, when I mentioned when I hauled it, a few people had said, oh, it's the best Christmas book I've ever read. So people have been reading it already. So, yeah, it's been out on e since October. Um, and out in paperback next year.
2: Fabulous! Well, you've made me mm-hmm. want that book even more. So my next <laughs> book is—I was just walking through the bookshop as I do—and I saw these sprayed edges, and I'm holding this up, and they are basically Christmas baubles. Baubles—they're amazing. And I oh, was I like, I think
1: I just saw a little <laughs> glimpse of what the fun, what, what it
2: was. <laughs> and I thought, whatever this book is, even if it's about turnips, I'm buying it. I don't care. <laughs> and so this is the Christmas. Christmas Carols by Mel taylor Besant. This is actually the second in the series. It's a children's book. I was going to say, I think we mentioned the Christmas Carols last year. Yeah. So this is the next one. And I love it. Some children's books about Christmas I'm not so into. But this is just pure joy. And it's about a family who love Christmas so much. It's Christmas every day. The The two kids are called Holly and Ivy. You yes. know, they've got a donkey that wants to be a reindeer. And... And it's just, it's a lovely, happy, joyful book. It's not one that's, you know, going to take you to uh, a difficult, shadowy place. It, it's just, it's Christmas joy. Yes, it's aimed for younger readers. So if that's not your bag, fair enough. But this is just, it's happiness for me.
1: I oh, think. I'm so happy there's a second one of those because I read The Christmas Carol. Well, I thought it was called The Christmas Carols. What's the first one called then? If the second one's called The Christmas Carol.
2: Oh, well, maybe I, okay. Shame on me for not reading the full title. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's called funny you should mention that the christmas carols the christmas competition
1: i see oh i love a christmas competition so yeah so i read the christmas carols last year david and I, I think i think it might have been david's pick for patreon book club last year and it didn't it didn't win the vote um and yes but i read yes, it anyway it and it was joyful like you say so i'm so elated that there's a second one in those as well because there
2: is and you don't have had to have read the yeah. first one at all to just That's jump in. It's so into nice when that happens one. though. So if
1: if someone was to read the second or the first and realise that there's another Christmas book by that same author, like lovely, isn't it?
2: Yeah. And the author signed it in green pen. Oh ho ho ho. <laughs> yes, it could have been a gold sparkly pen, yeah. but we'll forgive for that, and we'll ag- fair a green enough. ones fair, fair enough. enough. Oh, lovely! That's
1: exciting. <laughs> yeah. Well, from one children's book to another, because my one is Brilliant. children y um, and it's a picture book. It's so beautiful. Oh. It's Cat Family Christmas. Look at this, and this is oh. a lift the flap advent book. And this book, I've never seen a lift the flap book so chocker full of flaps. The first page, so you read one page on the run-up to Christmas and it's so cosy. The illustrations are amazing. The cats are just the cutest little thing and there are just so many flaps. So on this page alone, I would say there is 30 flaps. You're looking at that thinking there's not 30 flaps. There absolutely is. There's doors. Every single little picture is a flap underneath the clock at the fire, on all of the backpacks of the cats, they're all flaps as well it's just adorable oh. and you read. Really,
2: <laughs> David's really laughing How at many pages because, are there? Well it's it? 12
1: days of Christmas and I haven't allowed myself to look further than the first one okay. because it is going to be an exciting time for me but the illustrations are just so warm and cosy and yeah it's just I'm looking at it now with so such excitement and um, yeah, and it's got a lovely little sort of rhyme that goes along with it. Oh, I had a brief look at the, the oh. 11th pair of Christmas and I absolutely loved <laughs> You shouldn't muttered. have done that. But yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> the front cover is all gold foiling oh. and if you love cats as much as I do and you love Christmas, I mean, the cat family Christmas, that's never going to, that's not going to be topped, is it?
2: And again, you can buy that as a Christmas present for someone because really the 12 days of Christmas is supposed to be from Christmas Day onwards. So that will, that will last. Yep. It's not one that's you're going to have to keep for a year to use. And it's the sort of
1: thing that, yeah, you can just get out every single Christmas. I'm very into sort of like getting the same old stuff out every Christmas, traditions and rituals and having a look at stuff you've got. And I think that will, well, I mean, here I am, age 36, excited about it. And uh, yeah. I imagine people <laughs> all ages will be excited about it. So... I
2: love that. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, it really yeah. Is. OK, so my next one is Christmas and Not Christmas. Oh-ho! So it's a collection of short stories. The first one is very much Christmassy. The others yeah. aren't. And to begin with, I was like, oh, no, I want it all Christmas. And then I was like, hang on a minute. No, great. So that I can read the first one at Christmas, but I don't have to squeeze them all in before Christmas. So you can then take nice. some time to read the others. Also, the first one is done as a BBC drama, um, radio drama, and it's done beautifully. Oh. So again, that's something to look out for. So this is The Adventures of the Christmas oh. Pudding by Agatha Christie. And the first one is a Poirot. And it's lovely. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, there's a bit of a mystery. It's easily, you know, it's completed quite soon. But I just love all these mysteries in this book I don't know how Agatha Christie comes up with the plotting and the who done it and how they did it and what I know it just it's a mastermind yeah, I it? just and it's now in a lovely paperback so yes I can thoroughly recommend that.
1: I got that out from the library last year for my Christmas reading and didn't get round to reading it so now you've made me think I should get that out from the library again and give it another go particularly as you say like you could get that for someone on Christmas Day. They could read the Christmas exactly, thing, and then they've got the rest of that lovely cozy winter period to pick up the rest of the stories as you go. It's a lovely, lovely exactly. gift.
2: Exactly, and it looks like a it Christmas does. pudding. It's so nice. Yes. Yeah, so that's
1: oh yeah. You've made me think I want to get that get that back out from the <laughs> library. You really have. Lovely, lovely. Right. So my last one was one I got for Christmas last year from David's mum. David's mum adorable, does us a Christmas Eve box. And in that Christmas Eve box, she got me this book, which is Advent Recipes and Crafts for the Countdown to Christmas by Kirsten Neoff and Laura Fleeter. And it's what it says on the tin, Recipes and Crafts for the Countdown to Christmas. So it was lovely to receive this on Christmas Eve and have a little browse through it. But it's got recipes like I've just opened it up at Grinch cookies so cookies that are green Um, and then it's got how to make a watercolour Christmas card and just lots of lovely sort of like slow activities that you can do um, for all over and it's beautiful the photography in here I've just opened it with roasted pear with honey and rosemary which looks amazing the food photography in here is beautiful the photography of like the um crafts and things you could be doing also gorgeous and it's just a really really lovely book to sort of browse over that advent period and again one that you're going to keep coming back to i really love to keep coming back to books every christmas and um, when i got that last year i was elated to have it on christmas eve and have a little browse but i knew that it was going to come into its own in the advent period so i'm gonna have a little browse through this see what i can fit in on the run-up to christmas because like i said it's a busy time but already the first recipe in the whole book is winter breakfast bowl with spiced cookie crumbs.
2: Oh, yes, I'm coming round for that. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah,
1: So really, really nice recipes and bits to do. And yeah, I just I think it seems lovely and just beautifully pulled together. So,
2: so you mentioned the words Christmas Eve box. I'm very interested <laughs> in this. Tell me so, more.
1: Well, it covers us. I'd never heard of Christmas Eve boxes. I think they're a bit more of a thing now, aren't they? People get. I've never had and one, so like I feel
2: very hard done for. I well, have to David's
1: say. mum, when David and I first got together, I don't know if she's done it since we've moved in with each other. Um, but yeah, she gives us a little Christmas Eve box. It's the same box every year. So she's bought us a little wooden box, and it says Christmas Eve box on it. Oh. And in that box, there's normally a book for Christmas both of us so last year i got advent i can't remember what david got last year there's always a christmas mug in there <gasps> it's just so cute and there's always a bath bomb in there um which we have on christmas so normally <laughs> yeah, i know isn't it a christmasy bath bomb we'll have the Christmasy. we'll have the bath on christmas eve with the lovely christmas bath bomb and then she normally buys like a little um calendar for the next year or a little birthday book or something like that for the next year Oh, Isn't that thanks. adorable? And, I'm going to have to Oh, actually, some I think last year in. we might have had pyjamas. I think we did. I think she gets us pyjamas in there as well. So, yeah. The presents have started on Christmas Eve before it's even happened. But I get so much joy out of it. And uh, seemingly she does too because she keeps coming back to us with that box every year. So, yeah.
2: Isn't that and lovely? What time of day on Christmas Eve is that when you wake up? Well normally I work evening? on Christmas
1: I'm off Christmas mm. Eve this year but normally I work on Christmas Eve. So I normally it's been dropped off or we've picked it up on the way back through so it happens in the evening. Oh,
2: so yeah. Lovely. Lovely, isn't
1: it? Oh that just She's so thoughtful wonderful. honestly. It's, yeah, it's lovely. So and to get a little Christmassy book imagine having a browse of that in your new pajamas after you've had a lovely bath. <sighs> that's lovely that lovely
2: perfect all good yeah I'm definitely <laughs> going to be dropping some hints with my family about that <laughs> so my last book is on the humorous side shall we say okay. but when I saw the cover of this book I was I just said I need to get a copy of this immediately yeah and um, very kindly I did get centre proof and it's called I'm going to say a word I don't think it's a full swear word, but if you have little ones listening, cover their ears. It is called The Shite Before Christmas. <laughs> that
1: looks funny. Look at that person laid out on the floor. Yeah. I've just had enough.
2: And it says, one month to go, one stressed mum, can she pull off the perfect family Christmas? Is it fiction
1: or is it, oh, it's is fiction. it non-fiction?
2: It's fiction, yes. Oh, okay.
1: Shite uh, before Christmas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's so funny. And it just, yeah, I just, as someone who goes full out for Christmas and exhausts herself and does, you know, just wants to have the perfect Christmas, I could sort of sympathize with the cover yeah. of this book. It's it's very funny. It's very light. Um, it's very focused on young kids. So if that's not something you want to read about, maybe not for you. But I just saw the title and I just thought I have to read this book. And it is a bit of fun. And it's not it's not a romance book, you know, yeah. as the ones you've mentioned. More of like a
1: family sort of yeah. family saga, like yeah, within exactly. the house and their people's lives yeah that's yes, always fun to read about though
2: it is and there's all sorts of things there's illnesses there's um, calamities family issues yeah it's a bit of fun so if you're feeling frazzled and you just want to know that it's not just you yeah <laughs> then I think this book is yes is quite good fun highly recommend
1: oh wow god what a collection we've had today that's 10 really different books isn't it I know
2: And we haven't duplicated them. We haven't duplicated a thing.
1: So hopefully everyone there, everyone who's listening, may well have found something that they uh, like the sound of because there's so many wildly different Christmas books. Who knew there was that many?
2: So I do just have to mention two other books and I'm not talking about them today because they're going to be on the next two episodes. So there's a collection of poetry called Days Like These with a poem for every day of the year. By Brian Bilston, yeah, who I think everybody knows him. He does amazing. Yeah. He's coming on the podcast next week, so I'm that's really,
1: exciting. Yes,
2: and then the week after, I've got Alexandra Benedict coming on to talk about her book, Murder on the Christmas Express.
1: I I keep seeing that everywhere.
2: Yes, I'll have so, that.
1: Yeah, I um. I keep seeing that everywhere and it does sound very exciting. So I need to uh, have a little look at that or uh, get it out from the library or something because I've seen that everywhere. Very good cover.
2: Yes. Very I good cover. It. So she's so I haven't mentioned that book this week because we will be delving deep into that in a couple oh, of weeks. Lovely. Time. So can I'm just getting all my books back again. And I think because we do go through these, we've mentioned quite a few books. If we just yep. read the titles and the names. So everyone they will go in the show notes as well. So people can look them up there. But can you just recap the five books for us, Lauren?
1: Absolutely. So I've got Advent Street by Carol Ann Duffy, The Very Merry Murder Club, which is edited by Serena Patel and Robin Stevens. I've got Make You Mind This Christmas by Lizzie Huxley-Jones. I've got Cat Family Christmas by Lucy Brownridge and Fyung-Yong Xiao. And I've got Advent Recipes and Crafts for the Countdown to Christmas by Kirstin Niehoff and Laura Fleiter.
2: Wonderful. And my selection included Cooking the Books by The Hobeck Team. Letters from Father Christmas by J.R. Tolkien. Um, The Christmas Carols, The Christmas Competition, must remember that little bit, by Mel Taylor-Besant. The Adventure of the Christmas Pudding by Agatha Christie. And The Shite Before Christmas by Serena Terry. That's never not going to be funny, The Shite
1: Before
2: Christmas. But there we are. This is wonderful. So exciting. Thank you so much for joining me again, Lauren. You're a star.
1: Thanks for having me again. Honestly, it's an absolute honour to come on over Christmas. I get, I feel so excited about it. When I realised, I was like, that must be coming up soon. I had to look in the diary. I was like, yes, it is. So, And now, as I said, I'm putting my Christmas tree up tonight. So you've really kicked off the Christmas tree. And spirit. as I
2: mentioned to you before we started recording this, the amount of messages that I've had from people saying, please can Lauren come on more than just at Christmas? So we we will get to organising that. We've got plans. We've got plans. plans.
1: We'll have to, yeah, we'll have a look at next year.
2: (laughs) So Lauren from Lauren and the Books on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining me and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, that was so much fun, wasn't it? I think we have safely got across the impression that not only do we love Christmas, we love Christmas books. So there we are. And as you've heard, I've got some great episodes coming up. Brian Bilston, the poem, Alexandra Benedict coming up as well with her Christmassy book. Lots to talk about. There will be non-Christmassy books as well. So if Christmas isn't your thing, that's absolutely fine. There will be some quite a few books that are not christmas related in the next few episodes so don't worry this is a safe space you are welcome here but i better leave you we've talked enough it's been another long episode and i said it wouldn't be but next time it will be it's christmas and just had to chat and chat and chat but anyway i'll see you next week can't wait as i say brian bilston's coming on about his book of poetry and um just really looking forward to talking to him and talking about this new book of his so just look after yourselves and i'll see you very soon take care now bye bye you've been listening to the quick book reviews podcast that's enough books
1: said no one ever see you again soon